Hey, folks, welcome to episode 176 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. How the fuck you doing, Adam? I am doing all right, Dennis. Uh, we're a little behind schedule and we're a little ahead of schedule. And it's just all topsy-turvy right now because normally we record Sunday nights. It's a Saturday afternoon. We we're supposed to record three hours ago. So many technical difficulties, uh, but it's good to actually be in the show right now. How are you doing? Yes, that, that is. I'm doing good. Doing good. Glad to be glad to be rolling. Excited to get the toast out to you folks. Uh, we've got an interesting selection of flicks for you this week. Uh, could get a little bit of sprinkling all over the place. I always like when we kind of have a bunch of random things like that. But uh, you, you yeah. toasties, you know, uh, dictated everything Adam reviewed today. So I'm excited to see which which thing is actually laying on the plate for 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 serving. Oh I know you talked <laughs> about a lot of movies in the last episode. So excited to see what, uh, what I, toasties chose. I'm cutting back. There was a lot that I want to talk about tonight. But hey, if you want to wow. see those, hear reviews of those, check out our. Our Instagram, our Twitter, our our fucking, I want to say Reddit and Discord, but we don't really fuck with those. Uh, uh, YouTube and uh, I guess TikTok, uh, at movie underscore toast. Or just search movie toast news and reviews and you'll get stuff every day. It's a fun time. I lie. That it's is, it's is. a really good time. <laughs> uh, well, uh, without any further ado, uh, should, should we hit that fantastic jingle, sir? I suppose we shall. It's a movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! Oh, right. It's nice to get the technical difficulties out of the way in the beginning, like me thinking we're doing polls when we're just playing the theme song. Fantastic! We're just start, we're just starting up. We're just kicking. Oh, we're getting we're double. Well, why is it oh, was it on again? We're we're starting over. <laughs> it was on loop for oh. some reason. I don't know why, but there you go. Yes, the show. Movie toast. Here the we show. go. Here for you. And, uh, <laughs> a little bit too much, I guess. Uh, I guess so we can kick things off with a little poll action if you're cool with that. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, let's just dive right in. Polls. Polls. I want to count how often we say the word polls. Oh, I think man. once each <laughs> just spread throughout the whole time. Just, just, yep. <laughs> Beautifully buttered toast right there. All right, man. Uh, what do we got sure. up first? Well, last uh, episode 175, we both tag teamed a review of the new Hulu film Quiz Lady starring Aquafina. So I wanted to know what the Toasty's favorite Aquafina movie was out of the farewell. Crazy Rich Asians, Shang-Chi, and Raya and the Last Dragon. And uh, everything oh. got a little love. I almost, almost nice, everything nice. got a little love. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Have, have you seen any of these? I, I assume you've seen one, maybe? Of them. I think uh, Crazy Rich okay. Asians was fantastic. Still a fantastic movie. I really like Shang-Chi, though. That was, that was a mm. fun ride. Um, I think it's like the... my only favorite of that 
that phase of MCU, I think. Okay. Like that one really knocked it out of the park. I, I did like uh, that Doctor Strange too. Those were the only, but I'm kind of with you. I Those two were the only ones I like, I'd mm. mind myself time watching. I don't know. Eh, you know what? But for, for her specifically, maybe Shang-Chi, because I feel like she gets a little more screen yeah. time over there than she right. does. Crazy I mean, she cast. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like each of these movies, uh, she she gets to do a little bit different. Farewell was a drama. Crazy Rich Asians, she got to be kind of a little wacky, but kind of, I don't know, kind of herself, the character she normally plays. Shang-Chi, she was a mixture of herself and a little little watered down. And uh, Ryan the Last Dragon, she was just a talking dragon, which I got to rewatch that movie. I feel like I didn't give it the full attention that it deserved when I last hmm. saw it. Oh, yeah. Um, but the toasties disagree with us, Dennis, because it got a zero percent for Shang Chi, Shang Chi, uh, okay. which kind of saddened me. <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah. then we right, then we had a tie here for twenty five and twenty five for the farewell and Crazy Rich Asians, leaving fifty percent for Raya and the Last Dragon. Surprising. Which okay. I guess doesn't surprise me. Disney yeah. movie, Pixar? Right? No, not Pixar. No. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, ah, okay. Fair enough. All yeah. right. I mean, it's, it's, we all have a soft spot for one uh, Pixar movie or another, but uh, I guess, you know, I, that one got a lot of hype. I, I wish I did catch it. Though. I guess we still can hit that Disney Plus. Right. <laughs> Before they take it away, yeah, like they sure. take other great things away. Um, other, oh, right. Gosh. Uh, right. Nonsense. Our uh, next poll uh, is something a little geared towards what you reviewed. Last week, you reviewed Justice League War World. So I wanted to know what the favorite mm. member of the Justice League was out of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, or I prefer the Avengers. Um, any 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 takes oh, for you? I mean, Batman. I mean, just uh, Batman was the first DC character I got into and still still mm. is the one I enjoy the most out of out of all of them. Uh, hey, easy. Yeah. Hands down. Bruce I, Wayne. I, I get that. I get that. It's it's a toss up because I really like Wonder Woman, the Gal Gadot Wonder Woman movie. But out of everything that Batman's done, oh. that resonates the most with me. But it's one movie versus a bunch of shows and movies. It's kind of tough. I don't know. I don't like oh, yeah. the Avengers, but <laughs> yeah, I but think I I'll, I'll be with you. I'll go Batman. Okay, right. Actually enjoyed the comics i've read a little bit of superman but i just i've never liked superman i don't know i did unless it's a character i feel like he's too or, wholesome and kind of lame i don't know yeah it's kind of it's like cyclops i'm just like i don't I, the boy scout is not that appealing to me i know something someone edgier yeah speaking Batman's of edgier you're reviewing a french comic about a very edgy character later on today i believe Oh, oh yes. I'm excited to hear yeah. about that. One could say that. Oh, yeah. Me too. I'm excited <laughs> to share. Um, yeah, that was that's so, uh, a fun one. All right. All right. And uh, gotta, this is fantastic. Da, 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 I've uh, I've uh, lost connection here, Dennis. So I'm going to have to reboot myself. If I can. It's going to be a little, a little bit of time here, folks. Technical div account. Talk, we need to get good. like a title card for that. Oh, fun! I can, I can, I can, yeah, I can get us through there. He'll just talk right through the exit. Okay, so, um, well, folks, as you know, we've mentioned the movie festival many, many a time. We are well 
well underway for production there. Super excited to be sharing all of the clips that we've recently filmed for you. This year is going to be a whole lot bigger, I would say. Still streamed online as we usually do. Uh, you can you'll be able to find it at Movie Toast News and Reviews on our on our YouTube. Chances are you might be streaming this there right now, and that will be the place to catch the festival December sixteenth. Uh, it'll be in the afternoon-ish. Please check your local time zones for when the show actually premieres. But that will be coming in quickly in December. Very excited to share that with you folks. Oh, and, yes. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Yes. That, that I'm, I'm ecstatic. I can't wait to watch the rough cut of the festival because oh, our yeah. editor is just fantastic. And I can't wait to see what he turns yep. out of our... I mean, we had some fun promos, some sketches that we filmed that was fun. But nonetheless, yeah. nice tease. Our, uh, our toasties have spoken, Dennis. 0% for the Avengers. <laughs> I'm not very surprised. Well, I am kind of surprised, but... Yeah. DC's still got uh, it. It, it, the characters, I still think, can hold their own weight. It's just they haven't been treated the best lately. They haven't been getting their fair true. shot, as I believe they should in other, ver other media. So Fair enough. I, I can't disagree with you there. And then we have a 29-29 split with Batman and Superman, leaving a staggering 43% for Wonder Woman. Which, yeah, like it's purely based in the movies at this point. But I mean, it's, I it's think a movie, it has it's to be. It's got to be. It's got to be. But fair yeah. enough. No, I mean, after, after yeah. Batman, it would be Wonder Woman because she's she's a badass. Although she's like that. What's funny is like she's not that far off Superman. I still think she has a harder edge. Like. She's got more shit she's, she's yeah. working against. You know? Like, it's like she's not afraid to... Is its own uh, <laughs> its own reward. Oh. Yeah, um, I think so. Well, dude, I think we're coming up to it. Um, oh, that is true. All over the place. My bad. That, is, that was on me. No, no, that you're good. You're good. Uh, but, we uh, are going <laughs> to jump into some reviews, I guess. Because we're all out of polls this week, folks. <laughs> the polls have ended. Hopefully you voted. Folks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to see if you want to see the polls you participated in, you gotta you gotta come in and mm -hmm. take part in what we do online. But enough of that Over nonsense. X. Yes. Yeah. Uh, All right, Adam. I'm gonna start us off. Speaking of X and polls, our uh, yeah. our Twitter followers or X followers have spoken and they wanted to hear a review of the following movie Dashing Through the Snow. Well, hello, baby girl. How are you today? So good. It's Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, that. Your child loves Christmas. Just have fun. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Dad, is that nice? You sound like wounded ducks. Now, what was that? Do you mind telling me what you're doing in my chimney? Can you see me? What's your name? My name is Nicholas Sinterklaas. What is this? Oh, the carrots. The missus said I need to eat healthier, so she think this will wing me off the cookies. <laughs> Has worked so far. <laughs> if you're really Santa, tell me what Charlotte wants for Christmas. She wants a pretend makeup kit and a scooter. He's right, see, Dad? I've never met an eight-year-old girl that did not want a pretend makeup set. Man, who are they? It looks like a uh, snowman, and, uh, an elf, and a nutcracker, a.k.a. every Tuesday at my house. <laughs> Got a dash. Yeah. Oh, no. What is going on? Those bad guys are after my naughty and nice list, but I got some associates here. Eddie's a non-believer. Really? Oh, claustrophobic. I'm sorry, what? Claustrophobic, fear of Santa Claus. That's ludicrous. <laughs> I get it, you don't believe, but I have to deliver Christmas gifts tonight. 
Dad, we need to help him. Where are you guys? We're at Santa Claus, and he sweats glitter, and there's these people, and they aren't actually elves. Bring my child home. Why don't you have a white beard? I doubt it. If I want to look younger, I deserve that. How can these two outfox us? Oh, outrun us? Yeah. All I want to do is have you start believing again. What you about to witness is a sleigh being pulled by eight beautiful reindeer. It's a mispaired to Bluetooth. Who do you work for? Some people think I work for Mother Nature or Father Time. Recently, everybody thinks I work for Beyonce. But no, every married man will understand this. I work for Mrs. Claus. This uh, Disney Plus original comedy Christmas movie just dropped on Netflix last Friday as of the audio release of the podcast. And uh, I was kind of intrigued because I didn't know much about it, but I knew the cast. Uh, Very favorite uh, actor of the show, Mr. Lil Rel Howery, is in this. Mm -hmm. Uh, He plays Santa Claus, and uh, he ends up meeting a man who hates Christmas a man who had lost his his parents divorced on Christmas Day when he was a young child and a, uh, a robber broke into his house dressed as Santa Claus that same day. And uh, oh ever since God. then, he hates Christmas and uh, his young daughter loves Christmas and he's hmm. kind of a curmudgeon. Uh, and that man is ludicrous. And uh, I'll watch I'll watch Ludacris do anything because he's he's a great guy. I'll even go to see him do an hour long concert. That was uh, money well spent, Dennis. Uh, So, yeah, so pretty much he ends up meeting Santa Claus and uh, he at first doesn't believe it's Santa. uh, Ludacris is a uh, he's kind of like a social welfare kind of guy. He works for the uh, police department. He goes and talks people down like. He, he, he makes sure people are in the right state of mind. Like we meet him when he's talking a guy down from committing suicide uh, on Christmas Eve. And uh, so oh, he, he thinks this uh, Santa Claus character is a guy who is mentally unstable. And uh, he's going to sure. take him to go get checked out by a, uh, a psychiatrist of sorts, a doctor. And uh, as that's happening, some uh, evil workers of the mayor are after Santa because he has an iPad that belongs to them that has a list of all the naughty people in town or a.k.a. the people that the mayor is trying to shake down for money. The mayor is played by Mr. Uh, Oscar uh, Nunez. Munez? Uh, uh, What's his face from the office? Yes. Fantastic seeing him as as more of an evil character. Like he's great in front of the camera and then evil behind the scenes. So uh, he's so good. Will Rell. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, he's and he's great in this. And uh, little Rell and his daughter are uh, essentially all along for a crazy adventure with Santa Claus. And uh, it's it's a pretty funny movie. Like it's 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 a a lighthearted, fun holiday film. Uh, His uh, Lil Rell's wife. Yeah, wife, because they're not divorced yet, is uh, Taona Paris, uh, uh, Monica Rambo, who uh, is currently also out in the Marvels, which is a very good movie. Check out that review over on our YouTube page at movie underscore toast. Uh, and it just has a pretty interesting cast. It the, the the set design is great. I believe that it is Christmas time in Atlanta, um, and it okay. just looks rich and. I nice. I kind of wish this movie came out in the theater. It's it's a very fun watch, and uh, oh really? Okay. Lil 
Lou Rell is having a great time playing Santa Claus. Like everyone questions, all right, well, if you're Santa, why do you not have a great beard? And he has quick answers and like just the way he responds to things. And Ludacris is nice. given a great <laughs> performance. Yeah. Uh, like I said, this is over on Disney Plus. It just came out yesterday. Definitely worth uh, checking out if you like a holiday movie, something different to watch. Um, I'm going to give Dashing Through the Snow two and a half slices of toast. A, a pretty fine movie, okay. I think. Decent, yeah. decent flick, decent flick. Okay, yeah. I'll put that into the holiday circulation this year. Give, give it a watch. Definitely, a, you should. Well, I'm doing something uh, also a little different for the holiday season. Maybe not a holiday movie at all. Oh. In fact, um, <laughs> I finally got around to an old. Uh, it's a World War II film starring Matthew McConaughey of all people. Oh. Talking about U five seven one. What's going on here? Hell if I know. Gentlemen, it's our turn. In the last great war. All ahead two-thirds. All ahead two-thirds, huh? A group of young Americans was sent to overpower a Nazi submarine. The S-33 will rendezvous with a U-boat posing as the German resupply sub. And steal a secret that could turn the tide of battle. It'll be all right, son. Go, 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 go! Get them their damn trophy and you get the hell out of there. I found it! Earth, I think we got the code book! But just when they thought the mission was over... Success, gentlemen. ...they lost their ride home. This spring... ...trapped in an enemy submarine... High speed! Everything's in German! I can't equalize the tool! ...deep in hostile waters... key to victory rests with nine men. When they realize what you've discovered, they'll send every ship in the Navy to destroy you. Splashes. Mary, mother of God. From Universal Pictures, comes a story about the courage that wins wars. The moments that change history. We're gonna find out who we are in about 60 seconds. Fire right now, we die! U571. Yeah, so this are. was released back in 2000. Um, it is a, I mean, a pretty high octane action thriller telling the story of a. Uh, we have two opposing crews. One is a uh, German U-boat crew that they've just been through the thick of it. They've been sinking ships out in the Atlantic, and they're continuing their mission for the Germans. And uh, then we flip to the other side, and we see a this small. Not the battleship. It's a small cruiser has been retrofitted to look like a German repair ship, and its okay. uh, its captain is is uh, 
Matthew McConaughey, or actually it's Bill Paxton, whose uh, second in command is Matthew McConaughey. The laundry list of actors in this movie is crazy. McConaughey, Harvey Keitel, Bill Paxton, John Bon Jovi, uh, uh, <laughs> Thomas Kreschman, who's a who's a big German actor, Jake Weber, and okay. there's a lot of other background uh, background people as you go down the list. Um, it's a lot of semen. It's, it, yeah, lots of lots semen all over the screen in this movie. Uh, nice. <laughs> um, we quickly find out this isn't just a mission to go seek out this particular submarine, but it's because they know for a fact that this submarine has a particular encryption machine that is used by the Germans to encrypt all of their security, uh, secured communications through the radio that whenever they, whenever they receive one of these or try to intercept them, it's just like this jumbled mess and they don't quite know how to put the pieces together. So the idea is they need to, uh, like, discreetly sneak up on the ship, pretend to be one of their, uh, one of the guys on their side, refueling him, giving him new supplies and stuff, and then getting aboard, taking strong arm control of the submarine and taking that code book, or ideally the machine itself, so we could reverse engineer it and have a better understanding of the code. For those of you who are uh, World War II movie buffs, you would also know this isn't the bunch of nerds. <laughs> it's um we we figured out well these operations did happen they never were able to fully piece the code together it's actually the enigma machine that was that was uh we learned that story in uh the imitation game starring benedict cumberbatch sure fantastic, did. Film. fantastic film recommend and it's uh they're actually covering the same story it's just the brits versus the the americans trying to crack the german code all through various methods so in this film hmm. itself um we 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 think we're sneaking up on them. We know that they're short on supply, but given how long they're supposed to have been out of there, uh, deployed in this mission, um, of course, danger ensues. They get hit by uh, a torpedo, but they still force the, the. They're able to damage the U five seven one enough. They have to surface, so they board the ship. They kill a bunch of the crew. They find the codes they need to, but um, their ship is sinking. They're they finally they have to board the German submarine themselves and take command of this thing. They have no idea how to read German. Like a lot of them can't read German. They have no, they've never commanded this, this type of submarine before. Um, they lost a bunch of crew. Most of the freaking famous cast in this movie dies in the first 15, 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. Maybe a week at best in, in these very like, confined <laughs> spaces. And then the next two, three months were with uh, the rest of our guys. But, um, it's a thrilling story. I'll say the opening scene is probably one of the fucking coolest where we're just following the German crew uh, sink a ship. We're just like witnessing one of their, one of how one of their missions goes down. But to be honest, the, the dialogue starts to get a little cheesy. Even the acting starts to get a little too large, like large than life in that, uh, that initial raid when they first hit the sub and stuff. It's like, it's not quite as badass as I like the movie started. I feel like, and I feel like we're kind of hmm. pulling a couple of punches. There's some really cool high tension moments, like when they're trying to still pretend to be Germans and they see this fighter craft swoop in on them, and uh, they have to like, nope, just wave. Don't don't fire the aircraft gun. I know <laughs> as badly as you want to shoot that plane out of the sky. They think we're one of them, so we can't do it. And they're still scared, like <laughs> these guys are gonna. gonna That's fun. And uh, you get a couple of these moments that are kind of cool, but it just never quite. I don't know. It doesn't. I feel like I've seen other similar stories that I thought were a lot better 
especially in this World War II era, I like, I don't know. I kind of had a rough time once I got like halfway through the movie. It just wasn't as thrilling as some other submarine movies I also enjoy. But I've got to be honest, I wanted to like U571 a lot more. Now, keep in mind, it did come out in the year 2000, so maybe some of it just came off a little dated. But to be honest, I've seen all of this cast do, I feel like, a lot better in a lot of other flicks. So that's why I'm like, I don't mind kind of like not being thrilled about this movie too much. But it was still not a bad watch. I am glad I finally got around to it. Um, It is available for streaming on on Netflix. That's where I watched it just recently. Uh, I'm going to give U571 two and a half slices. Decent movie, not my not my favorite of this of this genre of the style, but I think at least worth watching if you haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, I I'm really shocked. I thought you were going to give it like one slice or whatnot because that did not sound promising. But uh, it sunk the landing. If you want to feel better about this movie, you should watch uh, Battleship starring Rihanna. Fantastically bad movie. <laughs> oh man, the number of times I've tried watching that, I can't, I just. Ooh, that's a rough, I don't know that's who a thought that go. was a good call. Go. I'll go watch. Uh, Speaking of rough goes, Dennis, <laughs> I uh, I got a movie about some rough times in a rough Ooh. land. I'm talking about oh. the Hunger Games, the oh. ballad of songbirds and snakes currently in the theaters. Mr. Snow. After everything you've seen out there in the world. What are the Hunger Games for? Are you, are you coming to the tree? The Hunger Games, they're to punish the districts. Those tributes don't have a choice. Your role is to turn these children into spectacles, not survivors. We're live! Smile. It's why we have teeth. Imagine it was your name that they pulled. I just want to know that somebody still cared about me, that I was still of value. Welcome to the Capitol. You look like you shouldn't be here. I shouldn't, but I'm your mentor. A rebel. I am going to get you out of here. You want to protect people. Then it's essential to accept what human beings are. And what it takes to control them. Let's see you use that famous snow charm. You seem like a good man, Coralina Snow. I have seen what war does to people. Fueled with the terror of becoming prey. See how quickly we become predator? I want my enemies to see a rainbow of destruction engulfing the world. You monsters! All of you! Good luck with that poor little songbird. Where is she? It's a mystery. And mysteries have a way of driving people mad. <laughs> Mr. Snow, let me ask you one final time. What are the Hunger Games for? Hanging tree. 
Um, this is a prequel to the Hunger Games novels and movies. Uh, this follows President Snow Donald Sutherland's character from the previous films as a young man. We see him grow up in poverty, and uh, then he kind of rises up a little bit. He's at a school. He thinks he's going to get the scholarship, but now the tables have turned, and he has to become a mentor of a uh, person who is going to be participating in the Hunger Games. This is going to no. be the 10th annual Hunger Games. So this is very early on in the Hunger Games. Okay. Uh, and the way people were treated and the way things happened in the uh, the later versions, uh, drastically different. Like, they just pick these people and then they're mm -hmm. dumped into a zoo and treated like animals. And that shit did not fly oh, uh, in, in oh, the original. Okay. And... Uh, Basically, nobody gave a fuck about these people, and uh, neither did our guy. He just wanted to win the award, but then he slowly starts kind of having feelings for this person, and, and he's like, you know, this is an actual human, and it's kind of fucked up what we're doing. And he kind of changes the Hunger Games. Like, he comes up with a uh, you can now donate money, and with that money that you donate, you, they can send drones in to like give water or send something that's going to help them in the games. Uh, and he just oh, kind of okay. changes okay. it, and uh, it's a, it, it's interesting because, like, just seeing this, like, it it, it it it's hard to describe because this movie is like three movies put into one. It's broken up into chapters. The first stages were kind of meeting president snow and learning about him. Then we're seeing him kind of taking care of his, his person in the hunger games. And then we're seeing the aftermath of what happens in the hunger games. And, uh, it has a pretty great cast. I don't know the guy who plays the uh, president snow. Uh, he's not a president now. Uh, but the girl that he's, uh, mentoring is, uh, the woman who's playing uh, Snow White in the upcoming Snow White movie, Rachel Ziegler. Okay. And she's giving a pretty good performance. However, it's weird because she has like this Southern drawl that just seems so fake. And I'm like, why? Who decided to give you a Southern drawl? And she also plays like country Western music. And I'm like, I don't buy this. This is weird, but okay, hmm. I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And another person who's giving a weird performance who is normally fantastic is Vi uh, Viola Davis. She's playing like this doctor type of person who's running the Hunger Games and she's giving like this weird like evil British doctor accent and I'm like why? But I guess okay, she's doing it well, sure. but it's weird. Okay. But uh Peter Dinklage <laughs> is 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 kind of playing a guy who's fantastic. He is like the guy putting uh, putting money into this. Like he's kind of really in the shit, like behind the hunger games. He kind of invented the hunger games and we find out how he invented it. And we think we know his story, but we really don't learn it until the end of the movie. And that gets interesting. We know that he used to be best friends with snow's dead dad. And uh, the whole time he's kind of talking shit. He's like, I, I hate the snows. You guys suck. I'm going to make sure you never win the money. Even if your girl wins, you're not going to see a dime. And uh, then we learn why this happened. And I'm like, holy shit, what a good turn of events that we have here. And uh, that's just all in the first two chapters. The third chapter is like him, uh, this guy going into the district, uh, becoming like a peacekeeper, kind of kind of like a Nazi almost to these poor people in the district. And he ends up going to the district where his uh, tribute is hopefully living. He doesn't know if she's alive or dead. He's hoping that he'll run into her. Mm -hmm. 
And then he does, and they kind of start a relationship. But it's really interesting because the evolution. We first meet him. He's poor. He's kind of on a kind of kind of an upbeat guy, and then he kind of becomes harder and a little more corruptible towards the end of the movie. And he's a completely different character by the end of the movie. And the way they ended, I'm like, holy fuck, I did not see that coming. This is insane. I kind of want to see more. And oh, another another person who's in this movie giving a great performance was in uh, the movie Quiz Lady that we reviewed on episode 175, Mr. Jason Schwartzman. He's playing oh. the guy who is hosting the Hunger Games on the television, and he's giving a fantastic performance. Uh, hmm. Overall, this movie is really solid. It has everything going for it. The action is is action packed and fun. Uh, the set design is great. Uh, the story is rich. It's just a little bit long for my taste. I feel like this could have been okay. really either condensed or it could have been a couple of different movies split into one. But either way, mm. I wasn't looking forward to seeing this movie. I just saw it because it was playing after another movie. And I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. And I'm sure as shit happy I saw it. Uh, I'm going to give The Hunger Games the ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Not even three slices of toast. Well worth Sweet. watching. Okay, I think. nice. Yeah. Cool, cool. Like the theater added to the effect of it too. Like, is that oh the scale? Shit, yes, yes. Contribute to that. There was a scene that just fucking it hit like a pile of bricks all at once. Like that got me. Like everyone in the theater was like, "What the fuck?" Like, there's an explosion that happens when you're not expecting it, and it legit. I saw it in uh, Adobe Atmos. So like the whole fucking theater <laughs> shook the side. Like I really felt like there was this explosion happening in the theater at the time. It was insane. Like definitely worth seeing nice. on the big oh, screen. Awesome. <laughs> and I know you said you haven't seen the hunger games. I think this would be, mm -hmm. you don't have to see the hunger games to know what's going on there. Cause it's kind of a different story and it's, I don't know. It's okay. really interesting, but uh, you nice. got, you nice. got something uh, action packed, I think to talk about, right? That I do, that I do. A hot new release uh, that just dropped over on Netflix recently within the last couple of weeks for you fine folks. Uh, this is a <laughs> movie I've been looking forward to for a while. It's a Michael Fassbender flick uh, called The Killer. I find music a useful distraction. A focus tool. Keeps the inner voice from wandering.
That's right. Uh, directed nice. by Mr. David Fincher himself. So you know this is going to get some interesting storytelling steps to it. You know visually it's going to get your attention. And mm-hmm. all of that is true. All of that comes ringing in just fine. Um, we start off with uh, Michael Fassbender. Clearly, he's a he's a guy in a job. And it's 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 stated through a lot of voiceover right at the top. These, he's an assassin. This is what he does for a living. There's no political affiliation to it. He's just a guy who does a job. Uh, he gets hooked up with a contract, does the mission, comes back home. And he is a, a very meticulous and very particular sort of guy, too. And you're quickly uh, shown not, not only just like how serious he takes the job, but it's like to really see it, I love these sorts of movies. It's a slow burn that you really get to savor this moment where it's not just we see the target through the reticle of the scope and the rifle and then bam they're down and it's and we move on we're watching him for like the two days where he's been sitting in a chair just watching waiting for this guy to show up Jesus. and to find out he's actually been there almost a week it's like it's been five days you haven't had a confirmation on target what's going on he's like well he hasn't he hasn't showed up yet i'm doing my job it's like you can't get mad at me yeah and uh, and then something goes wrong. So now, uh, as uh, I've to, to basically the guy who's paid for the contract um, to to punish the original person who's supposed to fulfill the job, he's given the contract to someone else, and he wanted them to be punished in some certain way. Someone close to him gets hurt, and that is when he gets set off. So our our killer huh. here has decided that he's going to exact his own revenge, and he's going to figure out who the fuck took out this contract and why are they so keen on punishing him for this thing that went wrong? Mm. And it is a badass chase around the world. I mean, we're, we're huh. in these beautiful locations. Some of these, like the, the mansion that he owns and Dominican Republic, and then like all these other places we go to very unique stuff. I, I I'm sure several of them were built sets, but I, like so many of them just look like these very unique found locations. We're in, uh, we're in Paris for, for one scene. Uh, we have a couple of chases and things in a couple of other places that I don't want to spoil too much, but this is the cool, it's almost like a spy thriller, but without that sort of like unlimited supply of support edge to it. This guy is just on so his kind own. Of realistic. He's got a fucking mission to do. Yeah. In, in, a, in a sense, it's there's the things oh, I would say are unrealistic about it is just kind of the fact that like, okay, so he's this, he's been working as a assassin for, several decades now he's got hundreds like not hundreds but tens of millions of dollars stowed away so there are certain aspects of his mm-hmm. life that he just can like go to a place and have a whole new identity yeah. and that's kind of the fun thing is we keep when we go through these scene transitions you're seeing different passports ids debit cards we always get these super extreme close-ups on the names and it's different yeah. name every time he's always he's just got nice. lives lined up all over the place people even know him by certain names um but it's that meticulous part of the character that i love in that like he's uh we're, we keep hearing him reciting his rules back to himself in his head when he even when he goes to like a mcdonald's to get breakfast one morning in one yeah. segment he, he says as little as possible to leave as little trace of his existence anywhere the whole movie feels Smart. like that too it is i i really like this david fincher sort of look at this kind of intense sort of story uh, the music is interesting. Trent Reznor, of course, comes back to do a uh, score for him again. And it's that same eerie, very, very electronic sort of sound that only chimes in at the right moment. It's not overpowering, commanding presence away from the scene. 
uh, we get classic Michael Fassbender performance. I mean, the guy is just fucking great. His American accent is mm. on point in this movie too. I like, huh. I, I even look for the little leaks sometimes, and it never. It, I don't seem to really notice it. Um, we get a little bit of Tilda Swinton in there. Her character is nice. fantastic. She's doing the same. She's another assassin that crossed paths with him. Um, yeah, I had a great time watching this. It was really cool. And for just kind of like I, interesting poster art, I like that sort of hand-drawn, like the, the the painted sort of shot of him like pointing the gun down at the, you know, the POV of the poster. The the, the teaser mm. for the trailer, it was, you know, it gave you a little bit of what the story was, but not this much detail. And sorry about the fucking sirens going by. They're just looking for Son of a bitch. Um, yeah. <laughs> This is based on a story called The Killer, which was a French, I guess, graphic novel is what you stated before. I It only references it being so, a book, or a comic something. Yeah. Title, but I don't sense. know. It, I, I can see that, though. This has a tone to it that was just like, I I really enjoyed this. It is, like I said, it's a slow burn, but in the best possible way. I really love this sort of, you earn every moment. There's violence and there's action to it, but not pervasive throughout. It's like when it hits, mm. it's strong and it's violent and it's shocking. Um, the only things I kind of noticed was like, yeah, I'd, being a globe-trotting Netflix film, you know, there's certain corners they might have to have a, you know, they might have to spend a little bit less on. So there's a couple locations where you can tell they green screened a couple of events just to make yeah. it work. But <laughs> I like honestly Netflix. forgive it. It's not a like it's not so distracting because there's a fucking fight scene happening in front of it. I'm not paying attention <laughs> to what's going on back there. I just noticed a little bit of things where it's like, oh, I mean, that looks a little silly, but you come in and out of it so fast. It's not that kind of movie. It's not like the triple frontier. A lot of these ones where it's like we're just constantly staring at these very big spectacles all the time. And I think that yeah. led to a much, much better film. I'm going to give the killer. Three and a half slices, again, available over at Netflix. It is a Netflix original at the moment, so I know for now you'll be able to find it there, but like you, like you, this one, I would have watched in the theater. It was just the <laughs> smoldering, just waiting for the fucking pop. You know, you're waiting for that next explosion and just watching that tension build, it's like, I we would have these moments, Val and I are sitting there watching the movies, like, oh my god, this is like, this is way better than I thought it was going to be. Like, that's it's a good time, and I would I would highly recommend it. I don't really nice. get some of the le- like less than favorable reviews I'm seeing online. I honestly had a fun time. I think if you just let it play out and be what it's supposed to be, it's this is not John Wick. This is not one of those kinds of movies. This is mm. yeah, it's a Fincher yeah. movie. This is a it is a Fincher movie exactly. It's like it, I think it's easy given the content of what the story to kind of forget who's making it. Just let it let it play out as it is, and I think you're going to have a good time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I just downloaded it. I'm going to watch it on my 18-hour nice. flight tomorrow. I'm going to pop on the augmented reality video. glasses, pop in my earbuds, just immerse myself on the plane. Uh, and you it's funny be, because I just... People on the plane with you after that. <laughs> There's a couple of scenes where he's, he's like, he thinks he's being followed, uh, and he's on a plane, and he keeps like looking down the aisles, and he looks at every face, and he's getting... You know, it's that... And that'll be a great time to watch that movie, actually. <laughs> That's not going to be weird. Oh, man. But it's funny. I just uh, saw another uh, Fastbender movie yesterday. Um, I saw the new Taika Waititi movie, uh, Next Goal Wins. Oh, uh, yeah. 
But apparently the Toasties did not want us to review it on here, so I'm not going to be talking about it, but I will say it was worth seeing. It's a return to form for Taika doing a smaller movie, and uh, get, mm-hmm. see me do a uh, a little uh, bite-sized review over on TikTok in the next couple of days. Check us out over at movie underscore toast yeah. and uh, watch it. But I do have one more yeah, movie please. to close us out, a movie that's coming out this Tuesday on Netflix as well. It's a Netflix kind of day on the show. Uh, the new Adam Sandler animated movie, Leo. All right, another year, another batch of fifth grade head cases. Let's just get through it. I hope everyone's met our class pets, Leonardo and Squirtle. I'm not touching those things. Don't they eat, sleep, and poo in the same place? Hey, I poo where he sleeps. I feel the hunger. That lizard looks pretty old. Oh, oh, oh. Do I look old? <laughs> Thank you. No animal wants to be locked up. I wasted my life. This year, every student has to take home a class pet. This is my shot. Are you nuts? So I go with these kids. Then I escape, and then I really live. It's on. Ow! Mother of Godzilla! What was that? You just spoke, Mom! No! You talked. No, people can't. No! Why are your hands wet? They're naturally moist. You're talking to them. These kids are all benefiting from my 74 years of wisdom. Everyone thinks I'm weird. Kid, they don't even know you. Try doing this. Wait. Leo! First one? Usually it's in the front, but very nice. You're growing up. No, no, no. It's my dad. about this reptile. You made me feel like I could do anything. This is gonna end badly. This is a tough time, but these are the best years, believe me. This is incredible! Yeah. Uh, Sandman. I've, What's he got? I've been looking forward to it. Yes. Uh, he is an iguana. Yes, <laughs> oh, wow. sir. Okay. He, uh, <laughs> he's like a 74-year-old iguana. He is in a terrarium in a classroom of, I want to say, fifth graders. Uh, he shares the terrarium with a... Well, his name, let me start off. His name is Leonardo, named after the Ninja Turtle, which is ironic because he shares the terrarium <laughs> with a turtle named Squirtle. Uh, voiced by Bill Burr. And uh, the two of them have a dynamic together that is fantastic. Because Adam Sandler is a little more like laid back and uh, Bill Burr is a little more a little more on edge, a little more angrier, kind of a Bill Burr type, which is fantastic yeah, yeah, as right. a turtle. Um, and <laughs> so as, essentially uh, 
Leo discovers that he is most likely going to die soon because there was a parent teachers conference type thing. And he overheard two parents talking, saying, oh, yeah, lizards normally die at like age 75. And he does the math and he's like, holy shit, I've been here for 74 years. I'm going to die soon. And he's like, I got to I got to I got to escape. I got to I want to go see the Everglades. I want to live a fun uh, life. I, I, I want to experience oh. life for the first time and not be in a oh, classroom. Man. And Bill Wilbur yeah. is like, all right, whatever you want to do, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'll have this place all to myself. And uh, he's like, I don't know how you're going to do it because we're trapped here. And uh, now there's a new teacher who's taking over for the class because the current teacher is pregnant and going on maternity leave. And uh, the new teacher is kind of a stricter, older woman who is... Uh, by the books no nonsense and she's like you know what we got animals i want to teach you guys responsibilities you're to take home one of these uh one of these creatures oh, no. over the weekend and take care of them nobody wants to do it one kid says all right i'll take uh, i'll take leo i guess and uh he's trying to escape when he when she's not looking and of course she catches him before he escapes and uh, she, th this one girl talks, she's a motor mouth and nobody ever just tells her to shut up. And, and they, they, they bring that up in the movie and uh, he just gets so fed up. He says something and she's like, what, who said that? And like, oh. he's like pointing at something, making it look like it's something else. And like, she's not getting the hint. And then like, he just ends up talking to her and she's like, what? And he's like, you can't tell anybody. I, I, nobody can know animals can talk. And like, he ends up giving her some advice and she feels really good about herself and the two bond over the weekend. And uh, so Monday goes, she drops him in the, she drops him back at school. Another student takes him out the next week, similar type of thing. He gives that kid advice says, don't tell anybody and so on and so forth. Oh. And he's changing these kids lives. Uh, and it, it's, it's sweet. Uh, it's funny. Uh, the animation's interesting. It's it's like in between a DreamWorks movie and a Pixar movie. It's just in that middle zone. Not not terrible. Not not amazing. Uh, mm -hmm. But the voiceover work is 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 splendid. I will say one thing that really caught me off guard right off the bat is it's a musical. There's a lot of music happening. And at oh. first that kind of set oh, wow. me off. I'm like, ah, I don't want that. But then start listening to it. It's like, all right, it's satirical. It's funny. And then to find out it's written by um, the music's written by Robert Smigel, uh, the guy who is the man behind the dog puppet triumph, the insult comic dog who has his own music and whatnot. And uh, oh, he's also sure. one of the directors and writers of the movie. <laughs> and it, it's, it's, it's the music is kind of funny because it makes fun of things that are happening in it. And it kind of pokes fun at all these movies that have musical numbers. Uh, this movie is just really fun. I caught myself laughing a lot more than I expected. I wasn't sure what was going to, what I was going to feel from this movie, but I felt really good. I think this is a movie that parents and children or children or just adults, anybody watching on their own. I feel like everyone can find something that they'll like in it, which is kind of nice and refreshing. Um, awesome. Okay. Definitely worth checking out. It comes out this Tuesday on Netflix. Yeah, I'm gonna give a Leo three slices of toast. It was a it was a fun time. Oh, and uh, you can kind of okay. predict where it's going, but uh, it's worth the worth the ride. I think. Fair enough. Yeah, I wouldn't think yeah. of uh, an animated musical starring Adam Sandler and Bill Burr. So you piqued my interest. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. I don't know if they're really fun. billing okay. it as a musical, but uh, it definitely is one. It has. And uh, okay, yeah. yeah, interesting. And uh, well, I will say there is a post credit thing it's kind of like an animatic but a musical number definitely worth 
I guess fast forwarding, I just stood around the theater like a creep and I'm like, ah, I'm the only one here, but I'm seeing this. So uh, if you like you watching a little extra stuff, <laughs> fast forward a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, it, it, it is quite the Netflix Netflix episode here. That's funny. It all just it's most a of Netflix it's heavy of, one. Yeah. Right. And yeah. a sprinkling of Disney Christmas magic. Thank <laughs> <laughs> well, you for close uh, the show with that. Yeah. There. Oh, there you go. I like that. I like that. Christmas magic. Oh, I wish we had a little Christmas jingle for you guys too, since we're getting to the holiday season. But maybe we'll find something nice. later. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I would hopefully that background noise is not interference to it for you. But other than background noise, Yikes. maybe you can tune into uh, other episodes of not only the podcast, but check out some of the shorts that Adam has been posting all over our YouTube and that are available also on our social media platforms a lot of extra reviews a lot of extra toast for you to enjoy if you're looking for a few more recommendations recommendations or reviews or maybe there's something you've watched and you're curious just what the man thinks i know i am that's why i go to check that shit out too so please come check out a lot of free time to watch movies (laughs) there you go hey that's where the movie tells man this is this is what was true to you it's what we got for you um we're gonna have some exciting stuff i know maybe a little tease that we're still working out the plans, but hopefully we'll be doing a, a, a particular con next year together. We'll be seeing the both of us uh, walk on the floor oh, of, a certain, of a certain place. But as Nate, we get the no, you're wrong, out, guys. Two, two conventions, lots, uh, sir. Two conventions. Two one? conventions, yes. One in Anaheim, right, one in right. a, a SD. I don't know. Yeah, fun times. Oh, that's uh, true. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I don't know why. Yes, of course. Um, but yeah, no, we got... A lot of a lot of exciting stuff coming up uh, by the end of this year through the beginning of next year. A whole lot more toasts for you. I hope you folks stick around and keep watching. Uh, we're gonna keep doing the live streams going. I'm having fun doing this, and it's it's a good time. Uh, yeah, 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 dude. I, I, I'm like this. And, uh, we're, we're still rolling with the punches on the new format, but it's it's been a good time. I, I like this interactivity yeah. with you guys. Be remiss uh, not to mention uh, congratulations to anyone watching or listening who's a member of SAG and AFTRA. Strikes finally yes. ended. Oh my well, god. Hopefully the voting goes in everyone's favor. It looks like it'd be 50-50, but right. hopefully uh, this time next year we'll be booming and movies and shows will be back on the big screen and booming again. I can't yes. wait to get back to work. Yeah, yep, a few short delays on, on big projects. Now we were all looking forward to watching, but I, with you, would love to get back oh. onto, a, onto a set, and I've been longing for that work again. So please, let's, let's, and, get, uh, let's get production going. Also, if, uh, if you get the max, my, uh, my uh, season of a show that I worked on last year, Julia, based on Julia Child's life, I was a secretary on the on the show. Uh, they just dropped the first three episodes, and uh, the, I believe the first two were shot over in Paris. So you get to see some be- beautiful France type of things, and uh, definitely worth checking out if you like Julia Childs. It's an interesting show. Sounds like it could be boring, but uh, surprisingly, not as bad as uh, you'd think it would be. Oh, uh, please it. check that out. I'm all because about I would it. like <laughs> to go back to work on that. Uh, just just oh, begging absolutely. you, please watch it. Hell yeah! Um, but. Uh, <laughs> And like Dennis was saying earlier, December 16th, we are going to have our third annual film festival, Movie Toast the Festival. 
It, we yes, have a lot sir. of fantastic short films from all around the world. Can't wait to share it with you guys. We shot some fun little promo videos. Oh, man, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be partying itself. So please come check us out. Like Adam said, December 16th, it'll be streaming live over on YouTube and available for a very limited time afterwards. Very, very limited, though. So please come watch it live if you can. But uh, just know that you're going to have to come in shortly afterwards. If you miss it and you still want to check it out, you can watch the post stream. But uh, with it, with all that, all that said, Adam, I think uh, I think that brings us down to the end of it. Um, folks, it does. please give, give us a follow or a like, or at the very least, leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts if you're listening to this right now. Please uh, let us know what you think of the show. Uh, we just want to make it as buttery golden as we possibly can for you, and keep the show sharp and toasty, nice and warm for you. So uh, please leave a review, let us know what you think, and we will keep making this toast as good as we can for you. Um, but I, I don't know, yeah. man. I'm not I think I'm about out of what, what I can ask of these fine folks before I roll the sweet, beautiful music. I think there's just I think there's just one thing left yeah. to do for them, right? I mean, if they could just do one thing, and that would be stay toasty, whatever the fuck that means to you folks. We don't That's know. Right, you just... All right, there, there we, we go. go. Thank God. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Yeah. I don't know what else there is to say. Dennis? I think, I think that's you it about it. Uh, in the show? No, thanks, for, thanks for joining the show. Keep an eye out again on the socials. We'll have some more little slices of toast for you to enjoy. But uh, until then, uh, we'll see you. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Stay toasty. <laughs>